G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any stranger, how does the headline sound? It should be illegal to be a stay-at-home mum. Well, there are some feminists who think that being a stay-at-home mum perhaps is not any sort of level of aspiration for women. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been monitoring some headlines, responding to headlines like that. Uh, Bill's joining us for another Friday catch-up for our Culture Watch segment. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, when you saw that headline, it should be illegal to be a stay-at-home mum, what was your immediate reaction? Well, it was, uh, as it should be with most people, a bit of a shocker on the one hand, but on the other... If you're familiar with radical feminist theory over the last half century, you know this is part and parcel of their agenda. So I did look uh, when it first came, this opinion piece, uh, and I thought, oh, well, maybe I should write this up at one point. And, well, I finally did because I revisited the piece. And, uh, well, at first I thought, you know, often an opinion writer uh, some editor, sub-editor, will come along and put in a shocking headline just to get your attention. So I thought, well, maybe she didn't, she didn't say the headline, uh, sub-editor did. But when I reread the piece, sure enough, she still was going on about, you know, why are we allowing mothers to stay at home with their children and they should be out in the paid workplace? So uh, that uh, confirmed that that was certainly where she was coming from as a fairly radical feminist. So, yeah, I did pen a piece. I went back and I offered a lot of quotes from some of the older feminists who said pretty much exactly the same thing. So there's nothing new here. She's simply regurgitating the kind of standard radical feminist line. It seems to me that moderate feminism, and that's probably a very relative term, but Moderate feminism would have been the thrust that said it was a woman's right to choose whether she was in the paid workforce or whether she chose to stay at home and raise her children. Uh, What is so over the top about these sorts of headlines? Because uh, it certainly is not uh, just at the level of moderate, is it? No, well, that's right. You're, you're, You're made the the right point here. It used to be all about choice, you know, freedom for women, uh, you know, give them real options, don't force them into just one uh, predetermined outcome, but that's exactly what we're doing with uh, uh, gals like Sarah, the uh, author of this piece. She's saying the only good woman is a woman in the paid workforce, but those women who choose to stay at home and work at home and there's plenty of work that's done as a homemaker and raising the next generation, she's effectively saying women should not have that choice. So, you know, what the earlier feminists did talk about with real choice, that is now chucked out the window altogether, and uh, we have to go with the radical femmes, and the only good woman is a paid workplace woman. 
Interestingly, Bill, oftentimes we get concerned about being a Christian, the name Christian, as uh, as something that is being trampled underfoot by so many uh, on so many different sides of the culture wars. But is it the case that the word family is as much under attack because of some connotation that somehow or other uh, it's uh, all things bad for a society to be part of a family? Uh, no question about it. It's got the same uh, anathema, as you say, with the, the idea of Christianity, this idea of family. Uh, even the Marxists nearly a century ago said the same thing. The family is an oppressive bourgeois institution. We have to destroy marriage and family in order to allow communism to flourish. Uh, so, in fact, Soviet Union, when they took control in 1917, that was one of the first things they did. They declared war on marriage and family. Uh, it was a very radical agenda. Uh, the only problem was uh, nature, and nature's God has determined that family is the way societies flourish and prosper. So after a few failed decades of uh, this in the Soviet Union, they even had a return to uh, marriage and family, but the radical feminists of the last half century have simply followed this line of reasoning, if you will, to say that uh, marriage and family are simply oppressive patriarchal institutions, and many of them, as I quote in my article, were quite open about we must smash and destroy marriage and family in order for feminism to succeed, so not unlike the earlier communists. Well, Bill, oftentimes we'll use terminology like the natural family, Mm. but there's a Christian foundational view of family too. Uh, Just reiterate some of those things we might have discussed in past times, the value of the family and perhaps a biblical base for what we understand about the family and God's uh, desire to see families flourish. Well, that pattern or that... Uh, formula that God instituted is found in the very opening chapters of Genesis and runs throughout the Bible. The idea of a man uh, and a woman coming together to form a family, that has always been God's ideal for human sexuality and for what we call the natural family, to have the best environment in which we can raise the next generation, having a boy or girl biologically cemented to their own mom and dad, that's always been God's design. So it's no surprise that Satan has been trying to uh, undo this for ages. So whether it's in the form of cohabitation or a whole range of other options today, of course, homosexual families and the like, we see the enemy trying to undo God's good purposes for mankind, and we're seeing all the bitter fruit as a result. It's almost the case, isn't it, that the Christian experience aligns itself with something of what we were saying earlier, a moderate feminist stance where women have a choice to be in the workforce or a choice to be at home. But it's almost as though uh, women are being denied the choice, uh, whether it's economic circumstances or pressure from these feminist militants, women are being denied an opportunity to choose. Yes, that's exactly right, and sadly we see that reflected even in all kinds of government policy. In the past, the natural family was given preference and priority in most government policy. 
But our social policy today sadly reflects that of the radical feminists. For example, we'll often hear about things like paid maternity leave. Now, what's all that about? That's about women who are in the workplace getting money for, you know, maybe a short period of time, six, eight, ten, twelve weeks, with the assumption that they go straight back into the workplace after that period. And, of course, the kids are simply shuffled off into daycare. Now, is there a corresponding payment for mothers who choose to stay at home and look after their own children? Well, no, there isn't. So once again, where's the choice? Where's the equality when only women in the paid workforce are getting government help? In fact, all of us pay for it with our tax dollars, but the mother who chooses to stay at home, feeling it's the best thing, at least in the early years, to bond with your own child, they are getting no help at all from the government. So we see even there uh, there's a clear lack of choice. Uh, Now, with this headline, it should be illegal to be a stay-at-home mum. In fairness to some other more moderate feminists, uh, uh, well, have they come out and, and actually said she's gone too far here? What are other feminists saying, Bill? Well, sadly, I certainly haven't seen, at least in Australia any uh, other Australian feminists uh, condemning her for this radical stuff, I think most sadly would probably agree with her. Of interest, however, her comments were so outrageous and so over the top that I do quote several American commentators. This story has made it around the world. So I quote uh, one guy and one gal uh, on this issue, and they both are quite concerned about, uh, you know, this is the radical agenda in play and this is where it's all leading taking away rights of women especially those who value traditional motherhood and uh, you know having a predetermined outcome in terms of where we all go as family and it's all about getting women in the paid workplace and not acknowledging any who choose to stay at home so at least overseas they're saying wow what's going on in australia Bill, sometimes we talk about fake news, and that's news that's generated on the whim. It's fictional. Uh, But then in this case, is this something you might even talk about as being extreme news, the idea of uh, touching on an extreme position so that you can get a headline? It should be illegal to stay at home Mm. as a mum. Do you think that sort of thing is, is growing in popularity too, extreme news? Oh, well, this is certainly an extreme uh, opinion piece, uh, but sadly, I think it's reflective of many in our mainstream media. Remember, the mainstream media really does push the radical progressive line on all things. So it's, well, we know from uh, facts, from studies, that it's filled uh, often with many who are not exactly uh, of the mainstream of the rest of society, you know, inordinate amount of women, inordinate amount of homosexuals working in the, in the mainstream media. So we often get their point of view, whether it's opinion pieces, news stories, entertainment, you, you name it. Uh, we're getting this kind of radical uh, agenda being pushed all the time. So, yeah, it's extreme, but that's because the progressive left agenda is extreme and sadly it's it's but the only one you hear from in uh, the mainstream media which is why groups like uh, culture watch exist to uh, help get a different point of view
Well, Bill, I'll point people to your latest article. It's entitled The Feminist War Against Motherhood. Now, you can simply Google Culture Watch or you can go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for joining us again today on 2020. Great again to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.